How do I get access to high ticket clients? Well, it's so much deeper than that. Let's do a deep dive into three different types of clients and how to position yourself so you're ready for those high-end, high-value premium clients. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. But first, this episode is sponsored by my very own Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, and that's because our self-study program is now open. If you are one of the ones who've been DMing me, I cannot wait for October. I'm ready to go now. You're eager. You're motivated. You do well in a self-paced environment because you follow through. The self-study program is right for you. You can start learning digital marketing services and workflows right now. And you don't have to wait. You can enroll now. The link is in the show notes. This self-study program is heavily discounted, and it is meant for those of you who want to start making money ASAP. I'll see you inside the program. And if you decide you need to do the live program, you want more accountability, you want to partake in live calls and office hours, the live cohort is starting in October. You can get on the wait list with the link inside the show notes or go to udmaschool.com. Now back to the show. Hey, I'm Emily Reagan. Welcome back to the show. If you're new to me, hello, nice to meet you. I'm a freelancer, former military spouse. My husband just retired, mom of four, and I've been freelancing since 2009 when we got PCS orders to move and I didn't want to start over anymore. So I started freelancing with my marketing and PR and journalism skills. So I have never been an admin VA. I have always been a marketing assistant and I'm teaching other women go-getters, people who are motivated to have control over their schedule and work from home, how to get their foot in the door and build a business based on digital marketing services. From there, it gets crazy with possibility. The whole spiel is what is a unicorn? Why are you doing this unicorn thing? Because if we can combine your passion, your unique hobbies, skill sets, career experiences, and education, and I can sprinkle in the updated, relevant, and in-demand coveted knowledge of digital marketing and online business, you will be a unicorn and no one will be able to do it like you. You will be somebody's dream team hire. You'll be someone's perfect unicorn, so rare and hard to find, but you will have done the work to put yourself in the position to say yes and grow a business from there. Doors open. You could end up being a specialist. You could end up being a manager. You could end up being an agency owner. You could end up being a full-time employee, having a cush life over there with all the bennies, or you could be juggling a couple different clients. You could be working part-time during those school hours. There are so many freaking possibilities. The bottom line is that this business is unique to you. So are the clients. The client opportunities are vast. You could be working with the solopreneur, the small business team, the large business team, the eight-figure entrepreneur. You could be working with the mom and pop store down the street. 
you get to choose. As an independent contractor, you have the choice of the clients you work with and the skills you offer. But there's just this messy startup phase where it's okay to say yes to the work, do some of this transitional work where you're moving more to the skills you want to do, but you're gaining experience and saying yes to the jobs that are open now. That's how you really book out. And we did a podcast just recently about saying yes to the different jobs. If you need a pep talk, go listen to that. Today, I want to talk about these different types of clients. And we talk about this inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, which is my signature program that teaches you how to do the marketing services, the workflows behind all of this work, so you can bill 25, 30, 35, 40, $45, $50 an hour and upward, move into projects, move into value-based marketing services where you're not stuck in the nine to five during committed office hours, more flexibility and freedom with marketing. But there's three different types of clients, and I call them something different in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. But I was recently on a podcast called the Business Shift Podcast. I don't know when that's going to come out. I think it's going to come out after this one. And we were talking about the difference between the solopreneur and the business owner. And I was like, this is fascinating. And I was thinking how fascinating and timely this was because I have these three different client types. I do call them something different, but it's very similar. And I just kind of want to go on on this. And then my friend, Brittany McBean, who did a podcast earlier this year all about launch emails, did a little webinar spiel teaching moment. I don't know what we want to call it. Pitch free info session. And she was talking about this too. And I'm like, I just need to talk about this and tie it into that question. Where do I find the high-end clients? Because that is the goal, but like, listen, it takes a lot of work to get there and you need to move through these clients. You need to know when there's red flags. You need to know when it's time to move on. You need to know when your vision aligned and energy levels are matching. You need to know when you're not too big to just do the work. Okay, so one of the work group members of mine said, she wrote me this. I'm going to try to phrase it where it makes sense. So just hopefully you're nodding your head. Sometimes I feel like I'm caught in these situations. I wouldn't say I'm wasting my client's money, but maybe energy-wise, it feels like they have no capacity for the work. I feel like I come into these businesses to try to help these business owners with these grandiose ideas. I meet people who are just cool with small growth. I really want to attach to them and help them. I'm met with such resistance, and it's obvious that if I started implementing more, it would be a higher package. It would be more money. It would be a higher expense, right? So it feels like I'm pushing for more pay than their actual growth. I want to find clients who match my energy and go, go, go. So many things to unpack here. So let's talk about these three different clients. Now, there's no right or wrong way to be. I have such a heart for the small business owner. I have so much satisfaction helping the small business owner make their first dollars online. I have worked with a very prolific, very well-known furniture painter and helped her make a million dollars. And I've also helped the little guy, one of my longtime clients, make her first $75,000 online. It felt more rewarding to help the little guy go from nothing to something. But let me tell you, it was a longer journey. I was billing her in increments of four or five hours. I have a lot of convincing to do with business owners. Yes, there are VAs who don't want to work full time, who want 10 hours a month, who want 10 hours a week, right? 
Most of us don't want 10-hour days, though. So my friend Braden was like, oh, I thought all VAs just wanted to end up full-time, be employees. No, 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 no. There's a reason we're not marching down the street working at Capital One right now. We don't want that life. And we eventually, we get in a sweet spot where we can pick and choose our clients, but it doesn't happen overnight. So this question of where do I find the high-end clients? Well, first of all, we have to work through the first two phases. The first phase of being a client is this startup level phase. Sometimes I call them the baby business owner. I mean no respect. It just means they're brand new to business. The startup phase is hard. It's hard to work with clients in that area. They are usually concentrated on trying to save time and save money. They don't really understand how long things take them. They have no real frame of reference. They're new to business. They have lots of ideas, lots of shiny ideas, but they're not actually making money. They kind of view everything as an expense. And this is where that expense versus investment mindset makes all the difference. You want to align with the clients who see the investment in hiring a team, in investing in human capital that will grow them forward. The entrepreneur entry-level client doesn't have a big budget, but this is a great place to do smaller projects and get in and get out and get some experience and then celebrate those wins and claim results. I think about that client that I helped make $75,000 online with her first digital products. It's a huge win. It's a huge stake in my social proof, in my credibility, in my authority. It made other people want to work with me. But you do have to keep your boundaries tight with these people. And that's what my work group member was talking about. She gets caught in these situations and she just wants to go, go, go. But the client is throttling her back. And it's because of resources. It's really good to align with entry-level clients who have the investment mindset, who see the long-term picture, who have revenue coming in. I think the problem is in this online space is it's such a low barrier to entry to start an online business, but it costs money and time to fuel it in the long term. You aligning with a client who's going nowhere is one of the worst things you can do when you're new because you will be in the same place you are now, assuming you're new. (laughs) You'll have no results under your belt. You'll have nothing to show for it. And I'm thinking about one of my friends who she felt like she got a golden client, but the client wasn't moving forward. He had money, but he wasn't, his energy wasn't matched. He wasn't moving forward with his projects, with ideas, he was stuck. So a year later, she's in the same place. Her website has no new testimonials. She hasn't proven herself. She hasn't created this in-demand perception of herself because she was working with, I'm going to call it like it is, a loser client who is going nowhere. And that's what I don't want for you is being able to recognize the situation. Somebody who's going somewhere, who's investment-minded is a good thing, even if they are new. Then we get into this intermediate client. My friend Brittany called it the transitional client. She's like, I don't really know what to call it. Yes. In my journey, it's like a phase two client. And I really think this intermediate client is kind of straddling the startup phase and the growth stages of business. They're still proving the model. They're still making the sales. They're still cleaning up the systems and getting clear on what's working, but they are making some money, but they're still restricted on their budget. This type of client might not be alone. They are headed out of the entrepreneur startup phase. They might have a couple different teammates doing a couple different roles. 
They're not going to have 15 different specialized people and like clear department boundaries. So with this type of client, you still need to have tight boundaries with them, but you're going to get these opportunities to do what my workgroup member wanted, to come in with ideas and test and claim credit for those results. Those intermediate clients are the ones that are gonna get you to the higher end clients. They're the ones who are on their way out, who are hobnobbing and starting to get noticed, who might know some of those higher end clients that we're really gunning for. Hey, I'm interrupting my own show to ask, have you taken my quiz? If you're wondering how to combine your services and skills in a unique, unicorn-esque way, then take my quiz to open your eyes to the possibilities. You can see where you fit in to this whole online business world. This quiz is based on the DISC personality. It will be unique to you. I'll take what you're good at, what you already know, plus your personality traits, and give you suggestions on how to adapt to the online space and combine your uniqueness in a way that makes you totally hireable and an in-demand unicorn. Go to emilyreaganpr.com slash quiz or check it out in the show notes. Back to the show. Here's the thing with the intermediate client. There's going to be a lot of opportunities to do continued work, but you have to bring it to the table. And they might need things done in a rush. They might need things done a little faster or a little less expensive to get them out of the hole. And that might be the best opportunity for you to build your name and reputation. I'm not saying discount. I'm not saying bend over backwards. Keep those boundaries as well. But it might be worth it in some situations for you to just say yes to the work. You can do it in a way where there's still education so it doesn't seem like you're pushing an agenda like this work group member said. And be clear about the cost, the added time, but also be clear on the ROI and what they will gain from it and the strategy behind it. This is how you build your name. You're not going to get high value, high end premium clients without results behind your name. You're also not going to get it if you have crappy marketing materials. You want high end clients, you need high end marketing materials. You need to get your website together. It's at the point where you need someone else to design it, unless you're a website designer. The high end clients are a great place to be. Like, you don't need to convince them that they need your work and that you're valuable. They're not asking to see your portfolios. They've worked with other people in your line of work. They're more interested in are you the right fit? Are you aligned? What is that work experience going to be? They're over shopping around. They just want someone to do it right. And that's not saying they have this like unlimited budget here. But your reputation and your experience and what people are saying about you behind your back, what it's like to work with you, that is going to get you in the door with the high value clients. You don't need to be posting on social media. You don't need to be jumping into Facebook groups. Those people aren't hanging out there. They're not on LinkedIn. They're not answering your cold DMs. It's your network and it's people talking about you. Guess who's talking about you? It's the transitional clients. That's the key to your connection. High-end clients are great because they are looking for long-term. They're looking for quality. They respect your boundaries. That meme we talk about with the $500 client versus the $5,000 client, it's true. I mean, they do care about their ROI and they want the person who's the most aligned and they will respect you, but they care about experience and they've had negative experiences already. So how do you get the high-end client? How do you position yourself to be even ready for them? You have to have solid boundaries. We talked about that, working through the entry level versus the 
intermediate clients. You have to have a solid contract. You have to keep your scope tight for that high-end client. You have to show that you know what you will do and what you don't do and what that includes. But most importantly, you have to have a premium client experience. What is it like to onboard with you? What is it like to get on meetings with you? What is your follow-up? What is your offboarding like? People don't sign up to work with you because you have some little chocolate package you send, but how you make people feel, do you give them time and attention? Are you giving your best work? Are you showing up to meetings prepared? Do you know what the F is going on? Do you know the names of their offer? Are you paying attention? Are you collecting a paycheck? It's a nasty chicken and egg cycle, right? But it takes one good client to knock their socks off for you to get to the next level. But don't knock where you are now. If you're working with the intermediate clients who are still figuring things out, if you've got some healthy entry-level clients who are giving you the invaluable experience and confidence you need, then you're good. You're right where you need to be. You don't need to rush it and you can't rush it. No matter what, you want the client who sees your service as essential and not expendable. You want the client who sees the long-term who's looking for solutions, who's looking for longevity. You don't want the slam on the brakes clients. The second something doesn't go their way, their business is over. They're the ones who are looking for cheap and fast and have the worst boundaries. Now back to this podcast, I'm on with Elena Zenger and it's going to be in about a month. And I'll email, if you're on my email list, you'll get a thing about it. Her whole spiel is the difference between the business owner and the entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are the ones who are willing to take the big risks, who have ideas where the business owners are looking at consistent profitability over time, the slow growth. Anyone can decide to start a business at any point. Your marketing for that high-end client needs to be geared toward the business owner. They're not looking for flashy. They're not looking for fast. Business owners are more methodical. Look at some of these successful businesses where the startup person is no longer managing the business. Entrepreneurs are usually focused on innovation and then customer relations last. They're busy getting things set up. Your business owners are focused on their customers right now. That's why they value experience more. They want to know that working with you is going to be premium. So there's three main components of customer service, discovery when you first meet, engagement, and delivery. So go back and look at how you interact. Don't take your intermediate clients for granted. They're the ones who are going to make or break you right now in this moment. So if you've been in that situation where you're like, why does this client feel like they're dragging me down? They're holding me back. It's because they're restricted. It's an investment mindset. They're the slam on the brakes type of client. They're not ready for it. They have their own stuff to work through. What you really want is that client who is going to give you autonomy and empower you to do your job. And that client can be at any stage, entry level, intermediate, or high end. You can face clients of different types. You can see the micromanager at the high end level. You can come across it. I don't want to just like blanket label everyone. This is generally what I see. This isn't even related to the industry that these clients are in or the type, course creator versus influencer versus coach. Just some clients are going to have that investment mindset and some are going to be restricting and holding back. What's important is that you acknowledge this energy exchange and know what you want out of it. 
where they are in their business journey? Do they even want to get out of the entrepreneur stage? I mean, there's so much mindset to unpack here. Are they someone who's going to grow out of it? Are they going to stay stuck there? That's what I want to tell the work group member who's like, why does it feel like I'm wasting their money? It's because you know they're not going to leave. You know they're going to stay stuck. They're keeping themselves stuck. They've got a lot of stuff to work through. It's not just about budget. It's not just about dollars. There's like a mindset thing that comes with it. People are scared. And not everyone wants to be the eight-figure business owner. I get it. Some people have money blocks. They're scared to make money. They're scared to charge what they're worth. They don't have their own boundaries in their business. All we can do is create awareness. And when you see the red flags, when it's not working out, recognize when you can get what you want out of it so you can move forward, so you can get the high-end client that fits all of your dreams. Vision aligned, money aligned, time aligned, work aligned, where you're getting everything you want out of the job. Charging premium rates, getting the most respect, bringing the most to the table with your brain. That's what I want for you. And I know you can get there. To get to the next level, you're going to need to be gathering social proof. You need to gather testimonials. It's pretty awesome. We're going to be covering this inside our work group. We have a case studies and testimonial expert coming and a work group member who's going to be teaching on how to do this for your business, how to do it as a service as well. This is key. This is the number one thing. This is how you get the high-end clients, your social proof. Okay, I hope this was enlightening for you. I hope you can look at your clients with a new lens. It's not good or bad, but you can see the strengths, the opportunities, and where you need to step up. You can see where you need to move on as well. And if you walk away with anything today, just know that your customer's experience is really the essence of your brand. It's the impression that your current clients get from working with you in all aspects of working with you, from that onboarding call to every meeting. Are you the one coming prepared? Are you the one asking repetitive, dumb questions? Are you aware of what's going on? Are you taking initiative and leadership in your areas? All of that matters. And inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, we give you a client path so you know what you can be doing, what reins you can be taking, how you can give yourself more work and help that intermediate client get to the next level. And we also break down the client phases so you know exactly what the strategic goals are for your client at that point in their business. And you can figure out where to plug yourself in and also just understand where they are. Their phase is everything. And I hope this podcast shed light on that. If you want to get started learning marketing skills, if you want to build a digital service business with marketing services, I'm your girl. Go get on the wait list for the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. It's opening again in October. The link is below. All right, I hope you found this helpful. Tag me on Instagram if you did. I'd love to see a story, see what you're doing while you're listening and how this helps you think about your next discovery calls. All right, I'll see you on the next episode of Unicorns Unite. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download, 
and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. How many times am I going to start over? (laughs) Third time's a charm. All right, I'm tired. Tired. I'm done.